Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, November 7th. Hope everybody had a splendid daylight savings time weekend. I know Rob G did not get a lot of sleep. I did not get a lot of sleep either. Um, It was the first weekend my son uh, partook in his uh, club volleyball team, had a tournament. And... Uh, listen, you guys know I loved when my son did club basketball because it's like you drive there, basketball game, break, basketball game, home. Volleyball is a different animal. It's uh, seven hours basically in the gym. So my Sunday was spent watching on Red Zone, struggling with the Wi-Fi, finding uh, one of his teammates' dads who had a hot spot on his phone. I'm going to go on a side tangent for 10 seconds. Bear with me. I called AT&T when I found out about this tournament. I got to get a hot spot on my phone. 
So I call them. I'm like, hey, I need to add a hotspot. They're like, okay, let me look at your plan. They look at your plan. And they're like, ooh, you got a good plan. You're grandfathered in. You're paying like nothing. As a result, we're going to charge you $100 a month for a hotspot. And I was like, you got to be joking. And they're like, no, because you paid nothing for your plan because you've had it for like 15 years. So to add a hotspot, it's this much. I'm like, you can't just add it separately. So then I like, ranted at AT&T, yelled at them and hung up and did not get a hotspot. But it's like, you know, without a hotspot and not good Wi-Fi, it's tough. And I, you know, I'm, I'm like, it ends up there's a, there's a cafeteria in the volleyball arena. And I go there and they're showing, you know, like rowing and whatever crap is on the television Sunday morning. I'm like, yo, hey, we get some NFL in here. He's like, oh, my manager's not here. I was like, well, can we, can we get him on the horn? I mean, I, honestly, I have the backpack with my computer and my phone. Ultimately, they get us red zone, which really saved the day. Um, but it was an awesome weekend in volleyball. My son's team went 6-0, and just a, a grand old time. I did have a couple people come up to me and say, hey, are you on the herd? And I just, you know, kind of smiled and was like, yeah, that's me. Thanks for watching. You know, one of those deals. Herd is rolling. Uh, cow herd getting a little feisty. He's very excited today. We'll be talking a lot of New York Jets. Yeah, baby. Take down the Buffalo Bills. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm not going to start with the Jets, obviously. I can't. Rob G will, you know, make me re-record the podcast because I can't open with the Jets. But they're a great story right now. And the NFL is in a weird place, folks. The Aaron Rodgers-led Packers stink. I don't know if you've looked at their upcoming schedule, but my take last Sunday for two out of three, or one out of three, Bucks, Rams, Packers, one or two of them is going to miss the playoffs. Well, the Rams suffered as brutal as a beat as you will find. We'll get into that. And I don't know what to make of the Packers right now. They, Bottom line, they're just not a good football team. I totally misread their offense. The Devontae Adams loss, massive. We'll, we'll get to the Packers. They are in a free fall. Their upcoming schedule is brutal. Buccaneers survive by the, I don't know how the hell they pulled off. They're not good either, but let's be realistic. But then again, I got to ask you, who the hell is good in the NFL this year? Because Thursday night, the Eagles, undefeated, big favorites, go to Houston, don't cover, but they win. Buffalo Bills, big double-digit favorites, go to the Jets, lose outright. And then Sunday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs, huge two-touchdown favorites against Malik Willis. And they nearly lose, and the Chiefs pull it off in overtime, but do not cover. Double-digit favorites. Are you ready for this? Double-digit favorites against the spread this year, 10 and 20. Unbelievably bad, and that shows the parity in this league. I'm going to shock you with a stat. I didn't realize this, but you know, like, Listen, I'm on Red Zone, so I'm not able to be on Twitter all of Sunday. And I'm reading the box scores. I'm rereading, going through all the newspapers, reading the games. I don't want to miss anything. I'm a nerd. Uh, this is hours spent Sunday night while watching Sunday Night Football, combing through all the articles to find out what is happening with these teams. And folks, it dawned upon me that this is the NFL. On Sunday, we had, are you ready for this? Four games End with the final score, 20-17. to 17. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the NFL in a nutshell this season. Nobody can get margin. Underdogs rule the day. And every game is unbelievably close. I, I cannot tell you, the, the Sunday uh, 1 p.m. slate, 1 p.m. for the East Coast, 10 a.m. for the West Coast. So because six teams were on a bye, you only had seven games. And... Two of those games, well, one was a blowout. The Panthers, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. P.J. Walker was 
absolutely horrible. Got benched. BJ, uh, Baker Mayfield came in. It looks like Baker's going to start the next game. He beat up on the backup Bengals. But that's like 42, 15, 14, or whatever it was. Blowout city. Another game, the Patriots slowly pulled away from the Colts. Uh, idiot me dropped the Patriots defense in fantasy this week. Now, I did have uh, the Eagles, which I can ride out. But, the I mean, Patriots defense is unbelievable. Totally bottled up Sam Ellinger. Some of the stats are ridiculous. The other five games, folks, I'm not even kidding, were basically a coin toss until the final two minutes. That's how insane this league is this year. And it was an up-and-down weekend for me. Listen, I know I put this on the IG stories. It's not a flex because it's just a Hail Mary. You know, I'll probably end up playing Powerball tonight, which I think is like, what, 1.8 million? I don't even know the number. But I had a nine-team parlay. Two of them pushed, so it got down to a kick down to a 17 parlay, but it hit. This is two weeks in a row I've hit long shot parlays. And basically, all I'm doing in the parlays is going uh, underdog and small favorite. I, I'm a, I, and I'm fading all like the big favorites. And, and you know, I got a little bit lucky. Um, but that that's what Sunday was. Like Chargers win at the buzzer on a freak field goal. Bears covered for me, but we're in it until the final minute. Uh, Justin Fields, by the way. Again, another topic from last Sunday. Opened uh, last week's podcast with, is Justin Fields the best quarterback from the class of 2021? Has he overtaken Trevor Lawrence? Folks, did you guys see what Justin Fields did? Now, I know this because that was the game I followed the closest. I had some Bears money line. That one stung. So, first of all, the Bears defense we know is garbage. They can't keep up. But I told you Bears-Miami over, that was, that was one of the games we talked about last week. There, there was going to maybe be some weather, and then you're like, well, the Bears, no Robert Quinn, no Roquan Smith. Miami is an offensive machine up and down the field. Tyreek Hill, I saw this stat. Tyreek Hill has more receiving yards through nine games than any player in NFL history. He's unstoppable. Bears can't stop you, but guess what? Justin Fields is, I mean, listen, I don't want to say he's unstoppable, but Justin Fields had more rushing yards than any quarterback has in an NFL game ever. 178 on 15 carries. Listen, that's 61-yard touchdown. Again, I'm in like a cafeteria. There's probably 40 people around. I I did I know one lady that I was talking to. When Fields takes off, I'm like, come on, Justin. Come on. And then you stand up, and I felt like Cosmo Kramer, you know, in that Seinfeld episode where he's at the the OTB, and he's like begging for that horse to, to come through. Justin Fields looks like Michael Vick in the open field and feels 61-yard touchdown. But it's not like he can just run. He had three touchdown passes. Claypool was okay. Folks, you're looking for a buy-low sticker. Chicago Bears, I'm telling you, with Fields, if they, if Eberflus can get some guys to fit his scheme, this team next year could be feisty because we know the Packers are going down. The Lions got a way to go, and the Vikings continue to be the luckiest friggin' team in the league. I got I got Washington in a push, but I thought the biggest social media win from Sunday, and I don't know if Rob will agree, um, Kirk Cousins, who did not look good, threw a pick six, right? Uh, Washington's leading 17-7 in the fourth quarter. I'm feeling good about Washington. And then Kirk Cousins leads a little bit of a comeback. Taylor Heineke does what he does, throw an interception. And then afterward, I don't know if you saw this, Rob, Kirk Cousins shirtless on the private jet, or the, the team plane, and he's got gold chains around his neck, and he's doing some dance with, with the team, like the rap music blaring. And it's like, I mean, it just felt like a very Kirk Cousins video. Rob, the Minnesota Vikings have the second best record in the entire NFL, 7-1. and one. They are now 6-0 and oh in one-score games. I, listen, I saw the Vikings being better. I, 
how do I say this politely? I don't want to ups- upset the Vikings fans. Rob, the Minnesota Vikings aren't that good. <laughs> they're seven to one, but they're not that good. Yeah, I mean, I I tend to agree with you. I mean, even though I think they're better than the New York Jets, we'll probably get to in, oh, in a few minutes. Geez, you gotta you gotta slander my no, Jets. but I mean, just I just look at off. look at the the schedule. Okay, so they beat the Packers, which at the time we thought was a big win. Obviously, yes. no, they got blown out by the Eagles. They squeak by Detroit, New Orleans. Neither one of those you're excited about. They beat the Bears. They beat the Dolphins. I believe Tua did not play in that game. Yeah, look at the yeah. If you look at the quarterbacks they beat, it's like they. I mean, they beat the Cardinals and they beat the Commanders yeah. with Taylor Heineke. So I, I don't know if they're good. I don't think they're a bad team, though. And and, and you know, I much rather be seven and one and not be a good team than yeah. be four and three and be like, hey, but we're right there. They're up four and a half games on the Packers in the NFC North. Four and a half. Now, I'll tell you right now, they're going to Buffalo next week, and I have a feeling they're going to get smashed. That's just my gut. Um, so now we can segue to Buffalo and the Jets. So I'll preface this by I am I pride myself on being a realist, okay? I will argue you and debate you anything, um, but I am at heart a realist. I understand that the Jets faced a depleted Buffalo defense. No Matt Milano is enormous. He's like their captain of the defense in the middle of the field. He's an incredible player. Tredavious White, it could have been back from IR. They did not bring him back from IR. Uh, he's back from IR, but he was inactive for the game. Okay? Their safety was not 100%. So what they should have done was just smother the hell the Jets' offense. And the Jets were able to run the football. They had like 170 yards on the ground. Uh, in my heart of hearts, yes, I understand it's a huge win for the Jets. They were 11-point underdogs, I think. They take down the Buffalo Bills. They made Josh Allen look mortal. And I'll be honest, that's now six straight quarters, Rob, second half of that Packers game when uh, Allen was a little shaky. And now against the Jets, he had a turnover in the red zone, a turno- a bad interception to Sauce Gardner that led directly to a Jets touchdown. Like, he didn't play great. So that's now six straight quarters. I'm not saying the book out's on him. I'm just saying Packers and Jets kind of sort of slowed him down the final six quarters. Can the Vikings do that? I don't know. But uh, the Jets win is massive and for multiple reasons. Number one, they go into the bye with great momentum. You know, I'm a momentum kind of guy. I, a lot of people scoff at momentum. You just take down the Super Bowl favorite at home. Uh a week after Zach Wilson, you know, urinated all over himself, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's done. He, there's no way the Jets are keeping him. Like, that's a great win. That's something to build on. Now, the reality is the only way the Jets have a path to victory, it's pretty simple. We are going to play smash-mouth defense. Our corners are going to lock you up. Sauce Gardner, I, I think he might have got away with one there on the final pass to Gabriel Davis. We're going to pass rush the hell out of you. If you look closely at that, at that Bills-Jets game, Jets won the line of scrimmage. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, the kid at FSU. So he was injured, and then he was coming back from injury, and they were able to trade Jacob Martin, one of their pass rushers. Please way for Johnson to come in and wreak havoc. Well, what does Johnson do? He had a big game. And again, you've got to go on YouTube and like watch it. Not every single play, but if you watch the Josh Allen snaps in particular, the Jets were able to contain him. I know he had two rushing touchdowns, but they started to spy him more in the second half after that second rushing touchdown, and he could not really get on track. They still don't have a running game. 
Uh, Diggs did beat Sauce Gardner early, but other than that, the Jets really, I think they got yeah five sacks on um, on Josh Allen. They had eight quarterback hits, two from uh, Franklin Myers, one from Johnson, uh, C.J. Mosley. They really got after him. The Jets won the line of scrimmage against the Super Bowl favorite. Now, again, can Michael Carter and... Uh, uh, James Robinson, can they run for a buck seventy-five all the time? Well, yeah, guys, I've seen this before, and I got to get him on the podcast eventually. But Mark Sanchez was the quarterback of the Jets team that did this and got the two AFC title games. Sanchez was limited; he was a top five pick out of USC, and Rex Ryan did not want him to make mistakes. And Rex Ryan was going to coach him up, and the defense was going to dominate games. Listen, man, Garrett Wilson had eight catches. Look the rest of the, I mean, I, I guess Elijah Moore wasn't active. Denzel Mims had a catch. Carter had one. Tyler Conklin, Braxton Berrios. Like, they're just piecemealing yards together, and the defense is winning. Is that sustainable? Well, it depends who you face in the playoffs. I mean, if you face, if the Jets get the five seed, and they face the four seed, which would be the NFC, uh, AFC South winner, you're looking at the Tennessee Titans. You're telling me they can't bottle up Derrick Henry and win that game? Of course they can't. Now, Baltimore Ravens is a bit of another animal. Um, that team, assuming they're healthy, is going to be dangerous. Uh, I don't want to see them go against the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, that did not go well, the healthy Jamar Chase. And, yes, I definitely do not want them facing the Kansas City Chiefs. But, speaking of Chiefs, uh, you know, Rob, this does, this Bills loss to the Jets really does open the door. Who's going to get the number one seed in the AFC? It, 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 it When they beat the Chiefs, it was thought, okay, they're going to get it. They're going to lock it up. The schedule, pretty favorable. The Bills still have to go to Cincinnati. I don't know if you can automatically give them a win over the Dolphins since they already lost to them, but the game is at home in Buffalo in December. They still have two games against Belichick. They have the Vikings and the Browns. So the, the path is is there, but I don't think it's the layup that I thought it was, Rob. I thought the Buffalo Bills had a lock on the number one seed, and now Kansas City and Buffalo are tied, and all of a sudden it's like, well, okay, they didn't look good against Tennessee, but what does the rest of the schedule hold? <laughs> Jaguars, Chargers, we'll see how the Chargers' health is. I mean, they, Justin Herbert was throwing to like third and fourth and fifth string dudes. Rams, we know they're not good. They do also have a trip to the Bengals. Broncos will be easy, but they'll win. Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. Like, they're going to be favored in every game the rest of the way. Most of those by a touchdown. I don't know, man. This it, it, uh, Rob, would you agree that whoever gets home field in the AFC, obviously, they're the favorite for the Super Bowl? Because I still don't think that I would take Buffalo if they have to go to Kansas City again. I, I just, I, I don't think so. I, I'm, I bet, I'm betting on Mahomes and, and Reed. Well, I'd bet on Mahomes and Reed even if they had to go to Buffalo and take on that Ooh. that team. And it's not a slight against Josh Allen and and, and their team. I think they're great. But what we saw last night from Patrick Mahomes, we had to put it up what sixty-eight times. No running game to speak of. None. They, they. Uh, I know that Tennessee was limited offensively, but you know, Derrick Henry is a problem for that Kansas City defense. Like that's just a, one of those guys, and that matchup does not work well for them. Buffalo does not run the football. You just, you just said it. Their, their best run is Josh Allen, and you can't rely on that kind of offense in a playoff setting. And what yeah. Patrick Mahomes has shown over and over and over and over is when things are perfect, 
he's going to destroy you. When it's, you know, fast track, he has all his weapons, everybody's healthy, there's no wind and rain and cold and everything, he's going to destroy you. When things are bad, he's probably still going to beat you. It doesn't matter if you get up him by 10, doesn't matter if you're losing the turnover battle, he just finds ways to get it done. And he got it done last night. So if you're Buffalo, you have to be kicking yourself for letting this one go. I mean... The Jets are, are, to your point, I don't think they're a great team, but they have a formula that works for them. Yeah. They run the ball really well. They play great defense. Hopefully, Zach Wilson doesn't kill you. I know he had at least, we had one turnover. I think he only had one. Yeah. Josh Allen, for all of his physical gifts and, and his talent, and I think he's probably the second best quarterback in football, he turns it over at an yeah. unusually high rate for a guy of his skills. Like, I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why maybe he's trying to do too much to compensate for the lack of running game. Maybe he feels like he has to be Superman every play. But when it, when you're comparing teams that are that close, in this case, Buffalo and Kansas City, it's always going to come down to the quarterbacks. And I don't think there's anybody in the NFL period that you would trust more than Patrick Mahomes in a big game. Yeah, I didn't realize he threw 68 passes. That's crazy. So Mahomes attempted 68, Malik Willis 16. He completed five passes. And they still almost won. They still almost won. won. Five completions. They basically had two plays. A Derrick Henry uh, burst, and then that first pass of the game went to some guy I've never heard of for 48 yards. Um, But nobody wants to talk about the Chiefs. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I think it's time we get to um, a couple. We're going to get to the Seahawks. We'll get to the Rams. I just need to go to the Raiders here because they were the big play of the weekend for me. And again, I'm at a volleyball tournament. I see, okay, uh, Raiders go up. Devontae Adams, Tutty, field goal. Okay, 10. Okay, 10 nothing. All right, looks good. Uh, 17. 17 nothing. All right. Let's fire it up. Feeling good, Rob. 17 nothing. And. At that point, it hit me that, oh, you know, Josh McDaniels has blown two 17-point leads this season. But not this time. No, no, they, they, they got this one. I mean, Devontae Adams in the, hold on, his first half stats, 17 for a buck 46 and two touchdowns. That's the first half. I was like, all right, they got this. And truthfully, Rob, I, I turned away from that game for a little while. Trevor Lawrence kind of woke up and started slicing and dicing one of the worst secondaries in the league. And next thing you know, it's uh, 17-10. And then the Raiders' offense does what it does when it gets 17-point leads. Rob, they uh, they do nothing. Devontae Adams in the second half had one catch for zero yards on six targets. And then he popped off after the game because he's getting pissed. He got all this money. Aaron Rodgers needs him. And the Raiders stink. The Raiders had four first downs in the second half, Rob. 17-0 lead, pissed away. Trevor Lawrence outplays, yes, outplays Derek Carr. I don't know what's wrong with Derek Carr. He looks unhappy. He looks uncomfortable. I know the line's not good, but it's friggin' Jacksonville. Davis Mills can look competent against these guys. Matt Ryan carved these punks up. 
Jacksonville's Jacksonville's not good. And then Derek Carr gets the ball back, and I'm like, all right, they got a chance, Rob. They got a chance. I'm thinking in my head, all right, Rob. And then, uh, you know, at this point, I'm in front of Red Zone on the TV, so I open Twitter, and I say, oh, Derek Carr, he's got one more chance to let me down. And, of course, he did. And the Raiders lose. They score nothing in the second half. Zero points. Outscored 17-0. Josh McDaniels keeps looking down at the play sheet like there's answers on there or something. And, Rob, I don't, at this point, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I told you guys I had been hearing that the stuff behind the scenes was not great with McDaniels. The coaches, they don't know what the problem is. Uh, there's a lot of finger pointing going on. Well, the owner, he brought on McDaniels, so he's blaming McDaniels. Well, you think McDaniels is going to own up to it? And be like, yeah, this is on me. I've been doing a dog shit job holding, protecting leads, getting our team prepared. Whether it's a blowing a seven-point lead or just no-showing in New Orleans and getting blanked by Andy Dalton. Like, at some point, Josh McDaniel is going to have to fire one of his coordinators. Somebody's got to get fired. Somebody's got to pay the price. You don't get to the playoffs with an interim coach. Then add Devontae Adams, arguably one of the best receivers in the league. And now you're just losing game after game. There was a report, I think from Jay Glazer, that the Packers were trying to trade for Darren Waller. Darren Waller, again, this is four weeks. Like last week, he tried to give the hamstring a go before the game and couldn't do it. So you're like, okay, well, he was close. He should be good this week. Inactive again. What the hell? What's going on? Does he not want to play? Didn't he get the bag? I I don't get it. Uh, Hunter Renfro just lost now. Third and Renfro was so clutch. Always showed up last year. Two catches, 26 yards. Josh Jacobs just running over everybody, 67 yards. Rob, I need answers, and I need them now. Josh McDaniel sucks. Uh, I mean, there, there is no way around it. Derek Carr, who has become the poster child for everything that's wrong with the Raiders, and, and he deserves a, a good amount of blame. I'm not going to say he doesn't. But... The previous two seasons entering this one, Derek Carr and the Raiders offense on potential game-winning or go-ahead drives. 2020, 6 out of 7. 2021, 7 out of 10. 2022, 0 for 5. Wow. And this is with the addition of Devontae Adams, a guy who, for my money, is the best receiver in football. This is including Hunter Renfro, who coming into the season was arguably one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. And Josh McDaniels comes in and he has his way of doing things, which Devontae Adams, who uh, I want to make sure that people understand, Devontae Adams doesn't talk ever. Like he is he is a superstar who does not speak. He's not like Kawhi level of mute, but he doesn't talk ever. He said during the preseason, you know, this, this playbook's kind of like learning Mandarin. It's really tough. He says yesterday, well, I don't know why we went away from passing the ball because we were carving him up that way. In the second half, they said, well, let's establish the run because Josh McDaniels just doesn't get it. He doesn't inspire any kind of confidence. When things start to go bad, they snowball quickly. He he doesn't know how to be a head coach. And that's not even a knock on him, but because there's a lot of guys that want to be head coaches. Look at Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. People loved him as an OC with Aaron Rodgers and, and that offense, and you get him as a head, <laughs> the head guy. He has to bring in a special, uh, what is it, like a circumstances coach to help him when, when things get tricky there at the end. Like, 
analytics guy. Well, I don't know whatever that guy's job is, but his job is just a time management whatever guy. to advise him when he doesn't know what he's doing. But what do you think that pays, by the way? Probably more than I'm getting. That's for sure. <laughs> but Stop. but look, like the Raiders and and Devontae Adams even said this. They they're too there's too much talent on that team for them to be as bad as they've been this season to be blowing these big leads over and over and over. It doesn't make sense why a team that went to the playoffs last season was like 10 yards away from beating Cincinnati in Cincinnati, a team that went represented I, AFC in, in the Super Bowl. I think they got, they caught it and tackled them at the three or did no, they, uh, they did uh, not uh, even get, it was incomplete. Derek Carr threw a pass that if he would have caught it, he would have been down like the one yard line. So it wouldn't have mattered oh, right, anyways, right. but got it. You, you you brought some of those guys back from last season, and you had, you added Devontae Adams, you add Chandler Jones, you add some guys in the secondary. They're only one player on their current Raiders roster that I think is better than they were last season. That's Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr's taking a huge step back. Hunter Renfro's taking a huge step back. Darren Waller's taking a huge step back. Max Crosby's about the same. Denzel Perriman was a pro bowler. He's He's a liability now. Didn't they add Will's, uh, Chandler Jones? They added Jones? Chandler Jones, who I don't think has a single sack oh. on the season. Oh, my gosh. And so it's just like, it. It if it was just one guy, it, then you could say, hey, you know, it's Derek Carr's fault. Or, hey, hey it's uh, Max Cross, whoever. If it's just one. But that all of these guys basically across the board take a step back, that's something institutional that's wrong with their team. And I think it starts it's with Chandler Joshua Jones. Daniels. Half a sack. Oh, so yeah, shortchanged him. He had half. My bad. But like this team is this team is going nowhere, and two, if, uh, if Mark wait, he has two and a half, um, no wait, forced fumbles. I'm sorry, zero forced fumble. <laughs> oh my god, it's gosh. all bad. He's having a how much money are they wasting on this guy, Rob? I, here's the tough part about Derek Carr, Devontae Adams and Carr are boys. Yes, Devontae they went to Fresno State together. Devontae Adams is all excited. I think they I I think I saw a report they live in the same neighborhood. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true. Yep. Okay. What happens when Josh McDaniel says, I want to get rid of my quarterback so I can run my schemes and my offense? Then what? What does Devontae Adams say? Well, I didn't come here to be with some quarterback that I don't know. Now, here's the tricky thing, Rob. The Raiders, as of now, and it's early, have the third pick in the NFL draft. Does McDaniel say, I don't Veteran, eh. We get a quarterback on the rookie deal, and you can sell the owner on, hey, man. You bring up Bryce Young in here, we can pay for an offensive lineman. The Devontae Adams contract isn't onerous. We can add a quarterback. We can go spending. We just got to get a quarterback on a rookie deal. Then maybe we move Derek Carr. Now, I don't know. His, I think he might have a no trade. I don't know. But but they can cut him this offseason and only it costs $6 million okay. against the cap. So then is there a bidding war for Derek Carr? And, and I'll ask you, who is more attractive? Okay, so I think any quarterback who hits the market Jimmy Garoppolo is probably number one, right? And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have his choice. I mean, my gut instinct is most quarterbacks will want to work with Brian Dable. He worked wonders with Josh Allen. And, you know, he's made Daniel Jones not a sloppy clown back there for the Giants. I mean, he's been okay, competent. I think Jimmy G would want to work with him. That being said, Jimmy G was with Josh McDaniels in New England. Does McDaniels... Say, hey, you know, we could take the third pick. But you know what? We want Jimmy G. We've got a ready-made roster. Like, the, the Raiders could have options. But is that going to tick off Devontae Adams? This is, 
it's going to be very interesting what happens with the Raiders. And I know people think I'm going overboard, one and done. Just, you know the owner, okay? You, you know that guy. They need star power in Vegas. You just moved the franchise there. They got Gruden. Rob, I'm sure you would agree. They got Gruden as a coach because they wanted star wattage in Vegas. Yep. Gruden was in the booth for like 15 years, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, 10 years at least. Monday Night Football. He came out because they needed. he was the face of the franchise. Who is it now? Carr? I don't know. He's, he's been terrible. Uh, I, this is going to be really, really fascinating stuff. All right. I want to, uh, I just, I need to cover the Seattle Seahawks stuff quickly just to get out of the way. Too many Seahawks are, I feel like they're banging on my door. They're really banging on my social media door. Um, the Seahawks are now six and three. And I, like an idiot, went on the herd before the season and said, they're one of the worst teams in the league. If they finish over 500, I'll shave the Seahawks logo in the side of my head. And, of course, you know, some outlets wrote about it, I think. And uh, next thing you know, Seattle 6-3, and three, and they look like a good team, Rob. Like Geno Smith. There was a moment against Arizona where Geno Smith tossed a really dumb pick six, like rookie league shit. And Zayvon Collins, I think, picked it off, ran it back. 14-10, I'm like, in my head and watching. This is G- this is the moment. Geno turns into a pumpkin. Arizona's going to run. Arizona's got this. Well, how did Gino respond? 13 plays, 75 yards, touchdown, Seattle lead. And it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's a veteran. Later in the game, Arizona close to a stop, third and seven, no receivers open. Gino tucks it and runs for 18 yards. And at that point, you know, I stopped. I just, I threw in the towel. I'm like, bad read, Jay. They beat Arizona. And they're on top of the division. And now they go to Germany to face Tom Brady. And I don't know how many weeks in a row I can bet against Seattle and and continue to lose money because this is a damn good team. Uh, Kenneth Walker carrying my son's fantasy team on his back. Uh, DK Metcalf is not human, but Geno Smith, like I'm not ready to put him in MVP category yet, but he has been, I mean, outside of the Jets and Giants, I I don't know that there's a better story in the league than, than what he's done over half a season. Now it is only half a season, and it has been helped greatly by the ineptitude of the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw Sean McVay. Almost a wire-to-wire win against the Bucks. They led for, I believe, 59 minutes and 43 seconds. I, I think that might be it. Okay? Or they were led or, or they were tied. I guess they were tied at the opening kickoff or whatever. Yeah, got that. This is staggering. The Rams had three drives with 30 or more yards, just three. They had five drives with negative yards. They went three and out eight times. The Rams offense, which back in the day with Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt was the greatest show on turf, and the Rams last year were electrifying. Uh, A few years back with Jared Goff, they were scoring like 45 points, not 45 points a game, like 30 points a game, and they had that 54-45 game against the Chiefs. Was it, what was the score, Rob? Do you remember that? Oh, it was a a billion to a billion and one. 54 to, 54 to 51, yes. And it was like, oh, these, these, these teams on turf and quarterbacks, that was with Goff. And I think it was Goff and Gurley, um, it, it, the Rams have been offensively minded under McVay. Just exciting, dynamic. Their offense is atrocious. It's 
like if you had to tell me, if you asked who has the worst offense, the Rams or the Packers, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly have no clue because both can't do a damn thing. And this is how the Rams defense was good. And eventually Jalen Ramsey's going to pop off and be pissed or Aaron Donald's going to mouth off. And I don't know who they blame because you can't really blame Stafford. The line's just terrible. Tampa had thir- 10 yards in the third quarter. That's it. So I'm driving. I got I had to, after my son's tournament, I come home and watch the games. Then I got to go pick up my daughter from gymnastics. And there's only two games. So I'm watching red zone in the car. You know, I have it on the, the speakers and it's like, okay, Rams sounds like they got this. They hold on fourth down at um, at the goal line with like, what, like two minutes left. So I'm like, all right, they held. Pick up my daughter. You know, I'm not going to listen to NFL game with my daughter in the car and her friend. So, you know, I'm radio station. And then my phone rings and I see it's Cowherd. So I answer it and he instantly he's like, man. I don't know what just happened to the Rams. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> they held on fourth down. He's like, no, they got the ball. They get the ball back to Brady, and he just went down and scored. I was like, what? I mean, this happened in like a 10-minute span, maybe less. And I'm just, I'm at a red light. I'm like, did this really just happen? The Rams blew that game? The Rams snatched victory from the jaws and lost the game, and now... I, I, I don't even know what McVay could say at this point. And, and they did nothing at the deadline. And, Rob, my speculation was deep down, McVay, McVay and the coach know there's no Band-Aid to put on this gaping wound. It's Like, I don't think they would ever admit that. And they can say publicly, oh, we tried to get – who was the receiver they tried to get? Was it uh, DJ Moore? There was a report. They were after some receiver. Folks, the Rams are 3-5. and five, And it's not just 3-5. and five. It's minus 42-point differential. That is second worst. I'm sorry, third worst in the NFC. The worst is the Panthers. The second worst is the Lions. The third worst is the Rams. Now, I did a little bit of a feather in the cap because, you know, I don't pat myself on the back enough, so I've got to mention this. Before the season, I hosted the Herd. It was radio only. I think it was a Monday or something like that. And I said, you know, I, this Rams team, man, you look at the schedule, the offensive line question, they, there's a scenario where they miss the playoffs. And so we do like the pre-show call. And I tell the producer, Rob knows him, uh, Ryan Music, who I had as a producer on my radio show way back in the day. I tell him, guys, I think, I, I think our two we can open with, I think the Rams might miss the playoffs. And he's like, dude, you're joking. I'm like, no. You need to look at this schedule, dude. Look at the schedule. The Vikings are on the come up. The Eagles are on the come up. I even mentioned the Giants. There is a legitimate scenario where the Rams miss the playoffs. I think they're in some trouble. And the Super Bowl hangover, which nobody likes to admit. Super Bowl hangover, that's just so cliche. No, no, no. There's something there. I, it's unquantifiable. That, that, that doesn't mean that there's nothing there. Teams that go to the Super Bowl, they lose often. There is just something like we already won the championship. You know, the hunger, the desire is not there. It just isn't. And I know people can scoff at that. Fine. That's it's fine. This isn't Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, how many Super Bowls have they won, Rob? One. Hmm. It's really hard to repeat. The last repeat uh, Super Bowl champ was, I think, Brady, like 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. No, it was like 17 years ago. 
It's it's so difficult, and the Rams folks are in deep trouble. Now, I, I, Packers, we talked about Rams. Like, there's a lot of weirdness happening in the NFL, and and frankly, I, I it's tough to pinpoint. Like, if you cl- if you closed your eyes, think back for a sec. And before Week One started, I said at the midway point, the three top teams in the NFC would be the Eagles, Vikings, and Seahawks. Like, what would your reaction have been? You just said that you would have laughed, legitimately laughed. And then, and then, oh, by the way, the Giants and the Cowboys are next. Nobody would have believed you. That's how insane this league is. That's why we love it. It's so difficult to beat on the gambling front. And, you know, AFC's had a little more um, normal, normalcy. Chiefs 6-2, and two, Bills 6-2, and two, but nobody had the Jets at 6-3. and three. Nay, nobody had them. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, Rob, I, I, the, the, before I wrap up, I, I'm not going to talk about the Tennessee-Georgia game in, in college football. We'll save NBA for later in the week. I am curious. Usually every Monday, I will get at least a few messages on Instagram or Twitter. Hey, you didn't talk about X. Have we left anyone out this week? And I know Rob doesn't like it when we cover, like, multiple topics. He wants to drill down on one or two. Um did I miss anyone, Rob? Should, do I need to send, like, bouquets of flowers to Chargers fans who are going to be like, dude, you didn't talk about Austin Eckler's monster game. Who have I missed? I feel like we no, at you, least... A, you just give the flowers, raise a glass to Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati oh, Bengals yeah. <laughs> who single-handedly won, like, 80% of the fantasy leagues that he was on that team. Five touchdowns. Other than right that, now, you don't got to say much, but, yeah. Shout out to do Joe you Mixon. you have him? No. Yeah, I don't have him either. Uh, and I wasn't facing him. I, this is the tough part of fantasy, and nobody will care. So my son in one league has Patrick Mahomes. Big start for Mahomes. The other guy somehow forgot to start a quarterback, and my son will get the victory, okay? Mahomes, 31 points. But in another league, my son's going against Patrick Mahomes. And in that league, Mahomes had 38 points. Kind of, it just it stinks going head to head, and I know nobody cares about your fantasy team. But by the way, if you notice, I've started to talk more fantasy on the herd. It's because I know Coward hates when I do it, so I obviously bring it up. But um, so yeah, my son's down fourteen. He has Kenyon Drake tonight for the Saints. I don't even know if I feel comfortable doing a best bet on on Raven Saints because the injury report is remains brutal for the Saints. Baltimore sounds like no Mark Andrews or Gus, uh, Gus the Bus. So Drake should be in line for a big game. Um, we already know Bateman's out. I think if you said, Jay, I have you know 250 bucks left from, from the weekend's winning. What do I roll it on? I would say Saints money line. Games in New Orleans. Now, the problem is Andy Dalton has lost seven straight primetime games. And I know that some people listening will say, dude, that, that means nothing. That's a trend. Okay. You are aware of the Kirk Cousins trend on, is it Monday night or Sunday night football? One of those two, where he just performs awful every single time. Maybe it's the opponent. Maybe it's a body clock and starting at night. Listen, Tom Brady has had his major problems in night games. And again, these are, you could toss them out as irrelevant, but for whatever reason, when the lights shine bright, Island Games, Andy Dalton and his red hair, they turn into a pumpkin. So I, I, 
there is some skepticism there. Maybe Lamar just go runs wild. But I, I would probably take the Saints money line tonight. I will not be betting it personally because um, I have a couple fantasy implications that you don't care about. Um, so, Rob, overall, we're at the midway point. Next week, we have the matchup everybody was looking forward to. First place, Bucks. First place, Seahawks from Germany, I think. Munich, is it? Yes. I've never been to... Uh, but why would they have a game in Germany in November? Why wouldn't they do it in October for Oktoberfest? Because the NFL's dumb. Oof. That was <laughs> um, I don't know if they're as dumb as the NBA, but... Um, yeah, you know I want to talk NBA. Yeah. This Kyrie Irving stuff. I know I, can, Rob's just like. Can, can I can I throw on a best bet for me though? For, wait, for wait, one, hold for on. Monday Rob night? is yeah, yeah. You can, but Rob is like, um, you know, when you're on stage at the Oscars and you have like this awesome speech, and then they start playing the music to play, like wrap it up, wrap yeah. that shit up. Um, that's what Rob's feeling like when I'm trying to crowbar NBA because I this Kyrie stuff is is bananas. I will not under any circumstances be talking about politics and stupid election week. You know, on election week, Rob, they should try. To have an NFL game the next day, so nobody, so like the the window of time for talking about politics is like twenty four hours, and then that's it. Because this is going to be this is going to get ugly this week. As such, I'm going to tease a monster guest we have for probably Wednesday's podcast. Um, Rob, what is your Monday night football bet? I know you're taking. You said if you had to bet, you put Saints on the money line. Saints on the money line. I I, I am going to bet. And I'm going to take under the total. Shout out to our guy, Billy Crack, Bill Krakenberger, who said, look, you don't have to always bet sides. In this case, to your point, everybody's banged up. The injury list is longer than, well, it's pretty long. (laughs) And so I'm taking the the under there. Under 46 and a half. So Ravens are favored by one. So Saints money line plus 105. Um, not terrible. Just a quick, quick peek at week 10. I I know I said I should stop betting against the Seattle Seahawks, but how is Tom Brady only favored by one over Geno Smith? Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't have time to get into it with you, but have you seen Tom Brady play this season? I I saw the game winning drive. (laughs) He looked pretty darn good there. I surprised he threw to Scotty Miller after Scotty dropped that touchdown yeah. pass. The drive before um, Tampa Bay's defense, I think, I think it travels to Germany. Um, I, I my problem with the Seahawks is I have the priors in my head of well, they weren't great last year when Russ went down. Mm-hmm. Their preseason expectations, I think they were five and a half wins or six or whatever yep. it was. They're not good. I've got like six years of Geno Smith. I've watched him. He's not good. So now all of this is upsetting the apple cart and it's throwing me off. In reality, I would probably, well, I don't know about the Giants laying six and a half. Oof. All right, we've got plenty of time to get to week 10. Um, I don't see a Jets. Oh, the Jets are on a bye. That's right. Damn, well, no, I can't talk about the Jets this week? Fudge. All right, guys, that's a long, long Monday podcast. It's an up and down weekend. Um, I think we'll do this again tomorrow, probably. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.